Good day, this is Gabriel Shaheen, Certified Financial Planner, and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth here on every weekend, talking about all important topics of personal finance. My goal is to give you the knowledge you need to increase your wealth. Now, to the listener, you can always reach out to myself or any one of our colleagues here at Falcon Wealth Planning. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird, or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's falconwp.com for short. Now, I'm a principal of Falcon Wealth Planning. We are a fee only, not fee-based, folks, but a fee-only independent registered investment advisor. All right, we do investment management as well, but we specialize in everything that involves a dollar sign, folks. That's comprehensive financial planning. It can be something as simple as what's coming in, what's going out, when to retire, how much you need to have, where do you save it, when to take Social Security, pension, lump sum, you name it, folks. Anything that involves a dollar sign, and our specialty is tax planning, sure investment planning as well, making sure you're avoiding those high fees, high costs, high commissions, estate planning insurance. Like we said, you get the point, right? Anything that involves a dollar sign. So what does this mean? What are we discussing today? Well, what we're discussing is going to be some tax planning opportunities. Now, there's always tax planning opportunities really throughout the whole year. But at the end of the year, you get a sense of how your year has gone. Now, you don't want to self-reflect at the end of the year or excuse me, at the beginning of the next year, right? Because you meet with your accountant in next year around January, February, March, or April for last year. But the problem is the planning needs to be done before the year is over. A lot of these tax planning techniques has to be done at the end of the year, folks. Now, essentially, Q4, let's discuss, is when you should be meeting with the accountant. And it's not just a meeting for meetings, right? It's not just a meeting to have a meeting, but it's a conversation about what have you done today? What are your goals today? And what does tomorrow look like? That's a whole lot of conversation, right? What does that mean? By the way, folks, if you need help with this, if you want to relate this show to your situation, if you're looking for some tax planning, if you're looking for ways to to legally save in taxes or to help with your finances, give us a call, folks. We can help all throughout the country. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird. We'll be happy to put together personal, confidential have a conversation to put an assessment together to help in your situation. Because here's the thing, we've seen this, that people are not meeting with their tax professionals right now. You probably meet with your tax professional once or twice a year, and that's fine, that's great. But that is a tax preparer, very similar to what you can get through a TurboTax, if you will. Now, I understand some people's situations are complicated, and I respect that. But just because an accountant does your tax, it doesn't mean they're liable for it. You're not delegating out that liability. No, you're still liable for everything that you supplied. So it's up to you. It's not like saying, oh, I have an account, so it's not my problem, it's theirs. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. You still have to prove everything. The fact that your accountant wrote it off doesn't mean that you're off the hook. They signed something saying, hopefully they sign it, a third-party designee where they can talk to the IRS or your state uh, tax agencies on your behalf. But the problem is they don't know enough about you. Most of these people, sadly, I've seen this. It's kind of crazy, actually. They do the taxes right in front of you at the same time. That's kind of insane if you think about it, especially when you look at needing a fresh pair of eyes, being able to analyze everything, not data entering everything. Sadly, I see more times than not accountants are data enterers. And listen, I respect the position. I really do. I mean, we do tax planning here at Falcon Wealth Planning and Falcon Tax. 
which is an entity of Falcon Well. So, but what I'm discussing is certain situations need to have planning for next year. And it could be as something as simple as this. Does your accountant know you're retiring next year? Does your accountant know you're planning to sell a business or a property next year? Does your uh, tax professional know that your business might be slowing down? You might be exiting out. You might be switching jobs. You might be making a big charitable deduction, contribution, commitment. Do we know your situation right now on your how much you have in your retirement accounts, your investments, your assets? How much are in brokerage accounts? How much are in Roth? Because if the answer is they don't know, and by the way, it's very tough for them to know, that's not a tax planning. It is so important to understand those key concepts because there could be a lot of opportunity and strategy available for you. And what do I mean by that? It could be something as simple as pre-funding charity. It could be something as doing deductions this year versus next year. It could be something as simple as maybe prepaying, especially if you're in a cash basis accounting. It could be something as simple as doing, buying that uh, uh, automobile <laughs> uh, this year versus next year. Or on the contrary, it could be buying it next year versus this year for two reasons, because there are still bonus depreciation that's available to you, but then you might be able to get tax credits, assuming it's a, maybe an electric vehicle. These are in-depth conversations that I know you're not having which is why we're offering a free financial assessment, folks. You can divulge everything. Now, here's the thing. You don't know what to offer. You have to be asked questions. There needs to be a tight process to guide you through the right questions to answer. Now, we know those questions to ask. Your job is to answer it. And if you're not getting that help right now, especially towards the end of the year, this could be for a business owner, a non-business owner, whoever, give us a call. We're happy to help. Our phone number is 855 963 2526. That's 855 96 Falcon, like the bird, or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's falconwp.com for short. By the way, folks, so if you're just joining me, you're listening to Gabriel Shaheen, certified financial planner, and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth here on every weekend, talking about all important topics of personal finance. And I want to discuss with you the importance of tax planning. And I had a client. This was last year. He reached out saying, you know what? I And the pro issue is he didn't reach out. And the issue is he spoke to an accountant. Now, the issue is they really didn't divulge. They asked a specific question. Okay. This is why it's important to always discuss with your financial advisor in addition to your accountant. And it was, I'm looking to sell one of my stocks for a very large gain. Something as simple as that. Now, by doing that, you have to pay capital gains taxes. So the question was just simply, can I rebuy the same stock right after? How long do I have to wait? The answer is there is something called a wash sale, and you have to wait 30 plus days. Okay. Now, this is on a loss. It's a wash sale loss. On a gain, if you're realizing gain, there is no waiting period. So there was a situation where they didn't rebuy it. The stock continued to go up. Now, then they bought it as a high, and then what happened? in 2022, the market started crashing. So they missed up on the upside and only captured the downside, folks. And this was a sad situation. But sadly, I see this time and time again. People are not talking to, discussing with a tax professional. The tax professional doesn't need to be a CPA, enrolled agent, or even a tax preparer. It's someone who does tax planning, folks. Here at Falcon Wealth Planning, that is what we do. And that is why we're offering our services. So if you have any questions on that, feel free to give us a call or visit our website.
as I discussed earlier. That's 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird. Now, understanding what strategies are available to you could be important. Now, I heard something today from a financial professional that I greatly respect, by the way. And they said that the goal of tax loss harvesting, and I'll discuss what that is in a minute, is to reduce taxes for current year. Current year is what they said, to reduce taxes for current year. Now, there is some truth to that, but that's not the full reality of it. That comment is made by somebody who's not a tax planner. It's designed for somebody who just thinks they understand the true meaning of tax loss harvesting, but that's not how it goes. Tax loss harvesting is capturing a loss in your portfolio, like now, and buying something similar right away. Now, you can't buy the same thing. If you do, that's called a wash sale. So if you buy an S&P 500 fund at Fidelity, you can't repurchase that same one. You have to buy something different. So like a similar S&P 500 fund in Vanguard, for example. Now, by not doing that, you are leaving money on the table. And I'll explain why. So if you had $100,000 this year, and let's say it dropped to, let's say a 10% drop, it dropped to 10000 Okay, so $100,000 investment at a 10% loss, lost $10,000. So now your $100,000 is only worth $90,000. Now, if you sell and rebuy something similar, you've just captured a $10,000 loss. Now, what other tax professionals are suggesting is that you can offset those losses against gains on something else in your portfolio. Okay, that is true. Okay, there are other things that you could have invested in that made money. You could sell those and offset it with the losses. But that's not the benefit of the strategy, folks. All you're doing is you're bringing it net neutral, tax neutral. And you're reducing, all you're doing is reducing your tax basis from the investment you made money on. And then the investment you lost money on, you're actually reducing that basis. So it's a net neutral, guys. I don't understand the excitement about that. I don't understand that even the tax strategy behind that. Because at the end of the day, if you had one investment that was up $10,000 and one that was down $10,000, your net neutral is zero. It was net ne neutral zero if you did nothing anyway. I don't understand the benefit of it. The only difference is your cost basis instead of $100,000 is $90,000. makes, frankly, no sense to me unless you're planning to sell that investment that you made $10,000 on. The issue that I see is investment and financial professionals are making this recommendation and are due it to clients' portfolios constantly. Now, folks, this doesn't matter in a Roth IRA. Why? Because you never pay taxes in a Roth. Who cares? There is no strategy because you avoided the tax forever and always. This doesn't matter in a tax-deferred retirement account like your 401k or 403b or 457 or just a regular IRA account. Why? Because you don't have to worry about taxes until you pull the money out. This only matters in a taxable brokerage account, folks. That's the pay-as-you-go account. So what I want to do, because we're going to take a quick break, I'm going to discuss to you the right way to do tax loss harvesting, because I do not see this often, folks. This is sad, and it's unfortunate, but it's the reality. And you need to know how to do it, especially when you consider your tax situation, because people don't do that when they do this strategy. And there are hundreds of tax strategies that are out there. And if you need help with them, we don't have time on the show, we can help. Give us a call at 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON like the bird. Folks, we're going to be right back after a few words. 
Welcome back, folks. This is Gabriel Shane, Certified Financial Planner, and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth here on every weekend, talking about all important topics of personal finance. And today we are talking about tax planning and specifically tax loss harvesting, how some financial professionals out there think you should sell what you made money on and offset it against your loss, which is a net neutral effect, which makes no sense at all. I know that makes sense if you wanted to take and sell what you made as a gain. That makes all the sense in the world. But at the same time, most people are looking to continue to reinvest. So for majority of us that are looking to take their money and utilize it later on in life, what to do in a situation like this. So now what I'm about to tell you is the tax planning approach, which is the right way, right? You can't call something tax loss harvesting and not take into account the tax strategic benefit of doing so. And so looking at that, what you want to do is you want to carry that loss. When you have 100000 that drops 10%, let's say that's a $10,000 loss, and you sell and rebuy something similar, you don't want to hurry up and find something to offset it with a gain in your portfolio. No, that's ridiculous. What you want to do is take that $10,000 loss and just hold on to it. You get to write that off over time. That $10,000, you are able to write off against your ordinary income. Now, you are limited to a $3,000 loss, but that $3,000 offsets against whatever your ordinary income tax bracket is. The important part about that is now you were, did start at $100,000. Now, you don't start at $100,000. You start at $90,000. Okay? So, you reduced your cost basis by $10,000, which later on, you'll have to pay the taxes back on that. But as long as you hold on to your investment for over a year, the long-term capital gains is at a lower tax bracket than your ordinary income. So let's go at the brackets, the 10 and 12% bracket. That hundred thousand, or excuse me, that ten thousand dollar loss, you get to write off one thousand and twelve hundred dollars over time. Now, when you're in the twelve percent bracket or under, capital gains is taxed at nothing. You pay no taxes when you repay the taxes, so you're still ahead a thousand and twelve hundred bucks. Heck. Up a thousand to twelve hundred bucks on a hundred thousand dollar portfolio, that's like up over one percent to one point two percent. Not on your investment, but on tax savings. Let's go to the twenty-two percent bracket. If you're in twenty-two percent bracket and you take that ten thousand dollar write-off, you get twenty-two hundred dollars back in tax savings. When you go to repay the tax back, what do you pay? Fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, well, you got back $2,200, so you're still ahead $700. If you're in the 24% bracket, it gets a little tricky because there's a 3.8% Medicare tax. Long story short, still, you get $2,400 back, and then you get 15% back on the sale side. Okay, if it's 3.8, then you add the 3.8 to that. Even if you're on the top tax bracket, folks, if you're in the top tax bracket, you write off that... $10,000 at a 37% tax bracket, that's $3,700 in tax savings. When you go to repay it back, it could be as high as 23.8%. So let's just call it $2,400. You got back $3,700. you are still ahead $1,300. The goal is not to offset it, it's to take advantage of the tax benefits by understanding the tax law. Capital gains taxation on long-term had preferred tax treatment. I don't see people doing that for some bizarre reason. Heck, great for business for us. It's great for us that they're not doing it because our clients here are appreciating those strategies of a true tax planner, a true tax advisor. And there are so many different strategies that I've seen that people miss. And who are people? To your person. I'm a person. But more importantly, people specific to this industry that you're going to for advice. I'll give you two for example. One, your current accountant your CPA. Are they telling you these things? 
No, they're just preparing your taxes. What about your financial advisor? My financial, right? And the reason I put that in quotes is they're not really your financial anything, right? Because if they were, they would have looked at your taxes and gave you recommendations based on your tax situation. That's the most important piece of financial documentation you have to your name. So how are they a financial advisor if they're not giving you true financial advice? They're giving you investment advice. That's different than full financial advice. Full financial advice is supposed to help you everything in regards to your dollar sign. That's recommending your credit card rewards that you're taking based on how much you're spending and traveling. It can be as something as your mortgage and maybe going from a 15 to a 30 or vice versa, refinancing back when rates were at 2.5%. This could be by putting your money into a savings account, earning two and a quarter at some of these online companies like Capital One, uh, Amex, or uh, Ally Bank. This could be tax strategies that could be saving you money without you even knowing it. And I just don't see people doing that enough. By the way, folks, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Gabriel Shaheen, Certified Financial Planner and your host of more knowledge, more wealth here on every weekend talking about all important topics of personal finance. And I'll give you an example I had with my mother. My mother today, we were talking tax planning and she's a realtor. She's a realtor over in Arizona. One of her clients saying, well, if I don't get the price I want, I will just rent my house out and sell it later when the market comes up. Now, I think they were negotiating on something like five, they asked five, uh, 500 and let's just call it uh, $75,000 was the asking price, okay? They got an offer for $560,000, okay? $15,000 off the price. Uh, they countered back up to $570,000. And so there's a $10,000 discrepancy right now. And so my comment to my mother was, not for her to try to get the sale, but to help the client. Realtors aren't tax advisors. Or obviously, accountant wasn't a tax advisor because if they were, they would have told them, hey, I'm looking to sell my primary resident, right? Then they would be getting, what I'm about to say, advice from their accountant. And God forbid they did TurboTax. Well, in a year, if you are TurboTax, great. You might be a W-2 employee. Do it all day long. I respect that, okay? It makes sense. But if you have a triggering event like selling a property, primary residence, moving, selling a business, opening a business, come on, guys. You can't afford to be cheap. It's going to cost you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. I can't, I mean, it just bothers me how some people are, are so cheap. And it's funny because the, you think you're saving money, but it's costing you 10 to 100 times worth what you think you're saving. It's, it's, it's comical. And I love telling people because I'm changing, I like to think I'm positively changing their life when I'm telling them how much they messed up because you tried to save $200 by doing it on your own. And it's now cost you $200,000 in taxes. And I'll just, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but part of me, I like, there's a smirk that comes out. I'm just like, guys, are you serious? And let me explain in this situation uh, what I was telling my mother, what she should tell her client. Now, this person, their primary home, it's their primary home. They currently made about $400,000 on their home. And the tax law says if you're married, which this person is, they could sell their home and get tax-free $500,000 capital gain exclusion and not pay any taxes, sell their primary home. The goal is you have to live in the home two out of the past five years, which they have. They've owned the house for 10 years, okay? Now, let's just say they decided to turn it into a rental and they want to sell it. Hey, interest rates are going up. What does that mean to real estate prices? They drop, okay? So let's just say now the house, okay, 
drops in value, they want to wait five years until it comes back so they can get their extra $10,000 that they're negotiating because they don't want 560, they want 570. So now five years go by, they got their 570,000. Great, I'm happy as can be. Fantastic, and I was getting rental income that whole time. That tenant that I had was paying down my mortgage. Bravo. Now, I have no issue with that for people that want to hold on to the property long term, but this person specifically said they want to sell this home sooner or later. So in a case like this, now they sell their home, they get their $570,000. Remember, they had $400,000 in capital gains on the property, where before it was your primary resident. You lived in the house two out of the past five years. Heck, I still live in it. So you could sell that home and pocket that $400,000 plus the, everything else, right? You still, it's just the 400000 was what they bought it for to what it's worth today. So they bought it for 170000 and selling it for 570000 net of commission. And so that 400000 they pocket. But if they have no mortgage on it, they pocket the whole 570000 But the 400000 is gain. So where am I going with this? That gain is now subject to taxation on the federal and state level. That could be 30% in taxes. Okay, so 30% in taxes now on the federal and state level on $400,000, folks, that's $120,000 in taxes they now pay. And remember, they're trying to save that extra five to 10,000 of negotiation, but now they got to pay $120,000 in taxes. <laughs> I mean, talk to a tax professional. What the heck are you doing? And who's to say the market's going to come back? Who's to say it's going to come back in the time frame you want? Who's the same? You don't come into tough times. Who's to say you could carry on two mortgages? I mean, there's just so many things wrong with that situation. If you're going to buy high, you should sell high. If you're going to sell your property low, go ahead and buy another property low. Don't wait for it to go lower. Who's to say it will, especially if the property you're going to buy is going to be the next five to 10 years. Folks, that is a true financial planner, is understanding your full situation, being able to accommodate accordingly by not being so tunnel focused on just the simple goal. Like, no, I need to sell house. <laughs> I guess they were Russian. I'm not sure who I was trying to imitate there, but you get what I'm saying? Like, you got to say, okay, I understand you want to sell house, but the goal is to what? Make money from the house or to get rid of the house? Like, you know what I mean? The goal is to make money. Understand the tax impact on that, folks. If you need help with this, give us a call. This is what we do on a daily basis. We are offering one to two meetings of our time, one to two hours of our time at no cost, folks. Give us a call. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird, or visit our website at falconwp.com. That's falconwealthplanning.com. Folks, that was a fast, fast show. I could talk all day long. I'm very passionate about this. The goal is you need help. Everybody needs help. I need help. In one way or another, it doesn't matter if you're a professional in this industry or not, it's always important to get an unbiased, unemotional point of view of your situation on what you should be doing. You're going to retire one to two times in your life. You're going to retire or buy a house a few times in your life. You're going to buy cars a few times in your life. You're going to invest a few times in your life. Well, we did 30 to 50 last month alone. Okay, And when you've been in the industry for over 18 years, you've seen a thing or two. Folks, Feel free to reach out. We're offering a free financial assessment. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird. Folks, you've been great. Have a great week. Have a great weekend, and God bless.